Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And we always bring you such inspiration, you know, for this is my 20th year on Voice America, as well as other places, and it's exciting because we always find people to inspire and enlighten you and help you live your best life, and today is no exception. My guest is Jacqueline H. Berry, Ph.D. She is a cognitive scientist devoted to the study of expertise and a woman of multiple talents, including birding, golfing, and competing in beauty chat beauty pageants. In her debut book, Find Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, Get On With Your Authentic Self, she presents a really fresh take on the secret to success, being dream-focused, that is, narrow your goals down to what you do best and what you truly want. As she says, you know, find your carrot, the thing that drives you and your why. Once you clearly define that, what makes you stand out and makes you happy, then you can get busy building on that foundational rock to achieve something really incredible. And again, she's a writer, cognitive scientist, and tech entrepreneur devoted to the study and practice of expertise, and an advocate for augmented learning and a founding member of Artificial Intelligence for Africa. She has spoken before the United Nations. Jackie has recently traveled to Egypt as a Fulbright Scholar, where in addition to her research on human-computer interaction among Arabic and English bilinguals, she taught a class about achieving outstanding goals, which led her to write Finding Your Carrot. Welcome, Jacqueline Berry. Wonderful to have you on. Oh, Patricia, thank you so much. It is absolutely my pleasure, and I really love the introduction. That was very nice of you. Thank you, thank you. Well, let's first talk about what's kind of the elephant in the room. Uh, Let's just talk about that. And the elephant in the room is really, um, there may be a buzzer, so you'll have to excuse it. Um, That's fine. Yeah, is really the pandemic. I mean, that's what's really happening here is because during the pandemic, you know, it's been very hard for us. There's been a lot of isolation. And it doesn't mean you have to put your dreams on hold. Um, And this isolation and solitude can absolutely improve your focus. We're still in the pandemic. So um, talk about that. Absolutely, Patricia. And what's interesting is the pandemic is one of those situations and goal setting where if you get lemons, you're going to want to make lemonade. And quite frankly, as much as the pandemic is, it's hard and there's uncertainty and people don't know what's going on. This is a time when you can really turn inwards and focus on yourself. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is when you spend time going through the daily tasks of, you know, what am I going to wear and how am I going to do my hair and driving to work and like all of that stuff. And also, I mean, people are still driving to work, but like the social aspects and going out on weekends and all of that time that we spend presenting an external image to the world, that takes away from the energy and the time and the focus you have to really build your own legacy. So my argument is that this is actually an opportunity as much as we don't like the pandemic, as much as it's as much of an opportunity as anything else to really hibernate and really take that time to focus on our goals. I also just do want to say that the students that I had in Egypt, their lesson, right? So my class, I had them fix 
I had them determine a task that they wanted to master in the course of 12 to 15 weeks over the course of a semester. And I had them um, fixate on a goal that was right in front of them. And in the middle of all of this, the pandemic hit. And a lot of them used this goal-setting procedure as a life raft to navigate those uncertain COVID waters. Well, I, you know, I think I do a lot of corporate webinars on this, Jackie, and a lot of people have taken up hobbies and done new things that when I ask them if they would have done it pre-COVID, they often say no or maybe because they didn't have the time before. A new hobby, <laughs> writing a book or all these things that, you know, and I said to most of them, tell me, would you have done this, you know, before COVID? They just didn't have the time. Yes, exactly right. And so when you're not sitting there, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. The number of selfies that have gone down on, on social media and stuff is, is crazy because, you know, you get all dressed up and then, you know, where are you going to go? Um, and, and so it's really a time to, to, to really focus on what your personal path is and a way forward and also a way forward in a creative manner. So you get locked into these typical ways of doing things, the typical ways of interacting with your coworkers and with your employers and so forth. This is really an opportunity to be creative. Now, imagine what this would be like if we didn't have the Internet and social media mm-hmm. and digital oh. communication. I right. talk about it would be that. impossible. Well, think about 2018. Think about a 1918, the pandemic. You know, right, they had right. nothing. Right. I mean, here we are, um, 1918, the pandemic, and they had nothing except for walking outside and maybe, you know, seeing people in the street if there were any. I mean, it, that's exactly I can't imagine right. It. Yeah. Whereas we're blessed with all of this digital communication and all of this, you know, high speed Internet and technology that we can actually use to further ourselves. Even even 15 years ago, there weren't the platforms that people can create. Right. It's all about taking what you have in your head and bringing it forth into the world. And when you're not focused on that external, you know, creation of an image and you're just, you know, in your house and with yourself and with your family and maybe with a handful of coworkers, if you're, if you're still going back and forth to work because you're an essential worker, you don't have time for any of that extraneous stuff. So I actually think that we are, why we're not blessed by a pandemic, pandemic, we are blessed that it happened when we have the technology to still be able yes. to create and put I, forth content. I, I say that often. Yeah, I mean, really, at least we can, and we have the visual, so now we can at least see the person. But I think, you know, <laughs> yes. yeah, but it's still, you know, and I think what I'd like to talk about next is finding your currency that you talk about in your book. You know, that skill and talent and that ability that comes naturally to you. And maybe, you know, you even got to use it more during COVID because you had the time to develop it. Talk about that, Jackie. Yes, I love the concept of currency. And it's something that, you know, honestly, Patricia, I don't know when I sort of awakened to this concept. But it's the idea that everyone has their own their own piece to contribute to add value to the world. What is it that you do better than anyone else that you know? So the example that I like to give is um, I have a friend who is a really good cook, and I met her in college. And, I mean, if you think about it, they're 
think about school. There are kids that could, there was a kid that could draw, and there was a kid that could, you know, was really good at sports, and there was a kid that was really smart, and then there was the, you know, the kid that was, you know, really handsome or attractive. Like, you know, we kind of already saw what we were good at as kids. Now, taking that and moving that forward into something that you can parlay into Mm -hmm. a career or a lifestyle or a path. So going back to my friend, she's a really good cook. We were in college together. And she would make these meals, and it worked out great because she loved to cook, and I love to eat. So <laughs> marriage made in heaven. Um, yeah. And so I'd come over, and we'd eat, and, and we'd bond over this food. She talked about after she, you know, quote, grew up and went to work, starting her own catering business because that's what mm-hmm. she really loved, and she'd take wow. her classes at night. And then... Um, I kind of realized after we were adults that her currency was more than just cooking because what I failed to realize when we were in school together is that she was studying to be a chemical engineer. She now works for Merck making drugs and medicines that basically Mm. help people feel better. I now understood, I now understand that her currency is creating recipes that feed people and make them feel better. So she's not Mm. only doing this, she does have her own catering business, now she's not only doing this by feeding people with food but in her job in her work that's literally what she does she combines the right chemical ingredients mm-hmm. to make medicine to make people mm-hmm. feel feel better currency is usually a higher thing mm-hmm. well you know i it, it's interesting you say that because i want to share this with you so when i was a child i was very musically talented i came from a very musical family And Mm -hmm. I was a child prodigy singer. So I was a Mm -hmm. singer as a little girl. And I, you know, and my mother, she played the piano and we would perform. And I was a dancer and all those things. And then I grew up and I became a teacher and counselor and then went into my own um, broadcasting just in terms of, you know, I started on cable TV and I've been Mm -hmm. doing this. And then one day I woke up and I went, wait a minute, you're still using your voice. You're using it's the same thing. You're just not singing. So it's, 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 yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I still have the singing voice, but I don't, I don't really use it in that way very much, but yeah. it's, it's the same principle and yes, I'm still teaching. So I'm using my te- right. I'm yes. teaching my, using my teaching skills. I'm using my performing skills with my interviewing and my storytelling. Right. And so it's just, it really has fit for me and my purpose, which you talk about in your book, you know how you have to have a purpose. And my purpose right. is to show these positive stories and to make the world a better place through all of this. So, you know. Well, I think you're doing a great job at it, Patricia. And (laughs) you're already ahead of the game because you can see that what you have done has transitioned and morphed as you've grown as a person. Yes, you're using the same currency. This is the same currency you're born with. And while it was singing when you were young, it's now broadcasting. Right, right. But, But I will say this for anybody listening here who's, when you're a pioneer and you kind of see things ahead and you're a visionary, it, it, it's harder. I mean, because you, you don't have a lot of role models and you're, you're forging ahead. Now, things I talked about 30 years ago are very popular, right? Yes. But, you know, then, you know, if you talked about macrobiotics or eating tofu or, you know, drinking purified water, people would say, what are you, crazy? Yes. So it, yes. it, it's very, very different today. People are now embracing this because they want to live longer and they want to be healthier. So um, That's absolutely right. And it is tough because when you're blazing a trail, that that's the nature of it is, you know, it's not, this is this. Okay. So my goal with this book is no one is on anyone's bandwagon. Everyone is literally blazing their own individual trail. Right. 
Right. Because no two paths, no two journeys are going to be the same. Yes, you can have multiple broadcasters, you can have multiple authors, you can have multiple self-help authors. But I'm going to bring to the table something different than Brene Brown or, you know, Eckhart Tolle or any of these people. You're going to have your own piece of it. And the piece that I really, really... Um, value right now is currency. It's, it's, it's people, you know, what I like to say is what good is a puzzle if all the pieces are You're supposed to be different. <laughs> You're supposed to have your own take. You're not supposed to be mimicking someone else. You're not supposed to be a reflection or a mirage. You are supposed to bring your own piece of the puzzle and put that out there for the right. world to benefit from. And uh, that's and the on price that, you pay. And on that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking to Jacqueline Berry, and her book is Finding Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, Get On With Your Authentic authentic Self. And we'll talk next about, you know, trying to, while trying to avoid failure is futile, we'll talk about her 3F rule, which is fail forward fast. And then we'll talk about what greedy means. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guest is Jacqueline Berry, who is a PhD cognitive scientist devoted to the study of expertise and a woman of multiple talents, including birding, golfing, and competing in beauty pageants. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Are you looking for a happy lifestyle? Now that's a crazy question, isn't it? Everyone wants to be happy, but we struggle in trying to figure out how to get there. Want help with that? Then tune in to Say Yes, Be Happy with Natalie Botros. Find out about the Bon Vivant Girl lifestyle and learn how to enjoy every aspect of life and be happy. Say yes, be happy. Listen live every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show 
Hi, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show here on voiceamerica.com. And today we are talking to Jacqueline H. Berry, Ph.D., a cognitive scientist, and she is devoted to the study of expertise. And, um, and her book is Finding Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, and Get On with Your Authentic Self. She also is an advocate for augmented learning and a founding member of the Artificial Intelligence for Africa and has spoken for the United Nations. She's done many other things and very happy to have you on, Jackie. I mean, it's wonderful. So, um, question, okay, talk about this 3F rule, fail, forward, fast. What does that mean? It means don't take it personal. You are going to have sometimes when you're not as successful as you'd like to be. That's fine. Not every project, not every venture, not every experiment is going to work. This is something that we learn in science. And so as a scientist, what I do is I consider every single, you know, venture or project or whatever it is that doesn't work, it's just data. It's just data, right? So the problem is, you know, people take it personally when things don't work. So imagine a lion trying to chase, um, you know, a, a, a gazelle or something, and if it doesn't work, they don't go sit in their hole and mope, <laughs> right? They just get on with the next hunt because that's just part of the process. They don't succeed every single time they go after something, but they can use the information for later, and so then they start getting smarter about what targets they should actually go for. So accept that you're going to fail. That's the first part of the 3F rule. Failing is a, a part of the natural process, and it's just recognizing that it's data to inform your next pursuit. Forward. Forward basically means, okay, so now that you know what worked and what didn't work, don't make the same mistakes, or at least try not to, right? You're probably going to not do it perfectly again, but at least learn from whatever it is that didn't go right and inform your next pursuit so that it goes better with what it is that you know. And fast, but, don't malinger. Yeah, well, the, just the last part is don't malinger. Don't sit and wallow and thinking, oh, my goodness, and just staying in this one spot. Move forward quickly. Do you think that's why so many people with brilliant ideas and burning ambitions wind up not doing too much or not accomplishing enough? I think they set goals that are too far ahead of themselves, and it's kind of hard to sustain that level of energy for something that's going to take, you know, five years, 10 years to build, and the, the, the goal is too far ahead. So this is why the name of my book is Find Your Carrot, because whatever your goal is, it should be dangling right in front of you, like the carrot leading the horse forward. You mm. should be able to see it, smell it, and taste it, and imagine yeah. crunching into it. If it's too far yeah. away, you can't even see it, right? So it should be right Very there true. in front of you. Very true. I sometimes, for me, I will think about it every day. It's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do next, and then another day will come, and then it gets a little closer, right? Something else happens, and I'm seeing it get closer, and I'll say, okay, as soon as that happens, I'm doing this. And I keep it right. in the forefront of my mind a lot. That's the carrot. <laughs> That's yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, but part of that is grit, right? Grit. Yeah. So explain what grit is and why That's such an important indicator of success. Yes. So grit is a popular term now that has been used to describe, we're familiar with Angela Duckworth's famous TED Talk, how successful people get that way. And it is completely not correlated, believe it or not, with intelligence, with connections, with money, uh, with even talent and good looks. 
The biggest indicator of success is tenacity, which is a nice way of saying grit. And grit is basically, okay, so there's two options. This is going to happen or, you know, that, that's, the, that's the only option. Like the, it, or it's not where I'm going to die. <laughs> so what I mm-hmm. like to think about is, you know, you have those dogs and you give them a toy mm-hmm. and they won't let go of that toy. You could drag them across the room. You could, you could spin them around in the air and they're locked into it. Grit is locking into that target. And mm-hmm. above all else, not letting go of it. And, and mm-hmm. you can either lock into it or they can pull your face off as you're a dog. In mm-hmm. that yeah. Yeah, I think parts of the, another word, I don't know if it's a similar, but resilience. I mean, yeah. resilience involves grit, too. You know, yeah, able to yeah. bounce back. Yep. Being able yep. to bounce back. And, you know, I mean, someone, I was on an interview recently and, some, and the, the person said to me, well, then, you know, what did you do when it was really tough? You know, what did you do and how did you make it through? And I said, I just never gave up. I would look, yeah. even if it looked dark, I would find that little window and I'd just go for it. There's always yeah. a way you can find some way, something that's creative that you can figure out that at least gives you that hope. Because without hope, we don't have anything. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're preaching right now. <laughs> that yeah. is a hundred percent right. You know, you are on that wavelength called, mm-hmm. if you just hold on long enough, the storm will pass. Yeah. I mean, Jackie, I, I have to tell you, I have written goals like three or four years ago and now they're coming true. It's like, and I'm saying, <laughs> why does it take so long? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it takes yeah. a long time. Yeah. But and I you, once heard a saying that said men, and they're using the royal men. It could be women also, obviously. Um, men overestimate how much they can achieve in one year and underestimate how much they can achieve in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And this, I don't remember who said it. Um, so, you know, pardon me for not having a citation, but the, the, the message is basically, a year really seems like a long time. It's not actually that much time, right? It's not no, it 250 working days, right? Like that's you know, how much time a year is, whereas 10 years, you know, you can be a completely different person in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And I think as we get older, I think the time goes faster. I yes, have noticed that. Yes, yes. It just moves. For, it just moves yes, really And because mentally you don't change as much as you do when you're younger. Yeah, yeah, true. All right, we've got a couple minutes before break. So talk about decision fatigue and how can we avoid it? Set yourself up for the next thing as far in advance as you can. So what I mean by that is that is this. All the little things you do, what am I going to wear? Um, you know, what am I going to have for lunch? Uh, what Netflix show should I watch tonight? You know, who am I going to hang out with? And then, and that's just in your personal life, and that's not even everything, when you're making decisions in your work, right? So you as a broadcaster, I, I, I need to um, get on this platform, and I need to market, and I need to find content, and so on and so forth. All of those itty-bitty judgment calls and considerations wear you down, and it's like a muscle. You have to build yeah. it up. But when yeah. you over-fatigue it, it does need rest. And sadly, they have found that some of the most important decisions in the world are altered based on how fatigued someone is. So if you have a, uh, yeah, if you have someone 
a doctor diagnosing you, you better have them in the morning. Yeah. Because their judgment is not the same at 4 p.m. as it is at 9 a.m. And the same goes for judges and lawyers and so on and so forth. And the yeah, day-to-day activities just wear you down. So what you have to do is, okay, pack your gym bag in advance. Decide what you're going to yeah. wear the night before. Yeah. Eat the same thing for breakfast every day, right? You know, pick something quick and nutritious that you don't have to mull over. All that mulling right. and decision-making takes exertion. Yes, absolutely. And it's interesting because when I teach these webinars, we talk a lot about, you know, not only making decisions, but how in in corporate America many times it's like, how much can you get done in a short time? Right. You know, it's all about productivity and work harder and work smarter. And that's not it, because many times when you work longer hours, you get fatigued. So you're not eyes on your game. That's when you make mistakes. And so we talk a lot about that, you know, and I think that's been part of the culture that's changing. We're saying, you know, working harder is not necessarily or working longer is not necessarily working smarter. It's working focused and taking breaks, working focused again and taking breaks. Absolutely right. Some people say work for 45 minutes and stop for 15. The point is being present. Patricia, I know you're familiar with this concept, this concept. Right. If you cannot be present, Stop working. Take 10 minutes where you do nothing related to that activity. Walk around the block. Have a drink. You know, something something else. Make a phone call. And then come back to it and just have it 100% your focus on that activity. And people will respond to you more when you're with them. When you stay close to people and you're with them and you give them your attention, it's amazing what that does. It just draws people to you because they know you're there with them. In the moment. And I feel like you're here with me now. <laughs> well, we're also on the same wavelength, Jackie. That that helps, yes. too. You know? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking to Jacqueline H. Berry about her debut book, which is called Find Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, and Get On With Your Authentic Self. And again, Jacqueline Berry, Ph.D., is a writer, cognitive scientist, and she is a tech entrepreneur devoted to the study and practice of expertise. All right, stay tuned, folks. We'll be coming right back, and we'll talk more about finding your carrot and and why the people we associate with are so important, the way we choose. All right, stay tuned. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though, so this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. My guest is Jacqueline H. Berry. PhD. She's a writer, cognitive scientist, and tech entrepreneur devoted to the study and practice of expertise. And her brand new book is Find Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, Get On with Your Authentic Self. And she really presents a fresh take on the secret to success. You know, dream focused, narrow your goals down to what you do best and find your carrot. Welcome back, Jackie. Thank you for having me. All right. So now you say that it's not about what you get, but it's about what you have to offer the world while chasing your two hearts desire. We have a very complicated world today. Is it even realistic or possible to find success doing what someone really loves? I think it's more possible than ever before. Back when we were uh, just talking about the 1918 pandemic and and the opportunities people had to write, to express themselves. You know, now with all of the different platforms and all of the way to communicate with people in the 24-hour news cycle, I I think there's more opportunities than ever. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah, and there's more, you know, even even in terms of social justice and, and, you know, really understanding um, diversity, right, really understanding that, I think it's more in the forefront than it was before. We didn't talk about diversity as much as we do now. People are very aware of it. They're aware of different cultures. They talk about it in corporations. You know, be aware. Make sure you understand someone else's culture before you just say something. So I think we're more aware. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. And I also think that it's becoming more normalized. So I watch, you know, television programs where they're often, um, you know, black British people, let's just say. And, you know, as a person of color, I never saw that growing up. If I saw a British person, they were a, a, you know, white male or white female. Meanwhile, my neighbor is originally from England and she's like, I grew up in a very diverse neighborhood. And I'm sitting here wondering, well, why did I never see that until now? Mm. Right. Mm. You know, like I, I never saw, um, it just, it just wasn't represented. And now I see shows all the time and and it's it's like, wow, look at the diversity. Um, so, you know, I think I think part of it is just the normalization of, you know, this is the society that we live in, and it's global, and people are different, and, you know, not everyone looks the same or sounds the same or talks the same. Right. Absolutely. Why do you think it's so important to realize early that life is not about living someone else's idea of you, but it's difficult to choose a path 
you know, that we know is right for ourselves. But it isn't the path of our parents and our friends or our lovers. And sometimes that stops people and they get on other people's paths rather than theirs. What do you think? Well, the reason it's so important is because how long are you going to be dead for? Yeah. If you're lucky, you're going to be alive 80, 90 years, but you're going to be dead for a lot longer. So do you really want to waste that little bit of time that you have when you're not eating, sleeping, you know, thinking, drinking, and the rest you have to actually give back? Like, like I'm sorry, you know, you don't have... And that's not to say, you know, supporting your family, you know, paying the bills, you know, that's not to say any of that is wrong. All that is to say is your time to contribute is so, so limited and so, so precious. You don't want to spend it. You don't want to waste it on things that aren't actually based in your currency. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds easy. But I think, you know, many times when we've been brought up in families that, you know, there's a certain way to do things and we just follow it. And sometimes we don't even realize till we're older, wait a minute, that's really not me. No, I mean, it it looks good for them and it may look good for a little while, but it's really not filling my heart's desire. I think today's generation is a little different than I'm, I'm a boomer. So I think, you know, there was more of these are the way you do things. Whereas I think today, I think younger people are going for their dreams more um, and encouraged to do so. What do you think, Jackie? (laughs) I think you're absolutely right. But I also think, Patricia, that we're kind of spoiled um, in the United States where there are a lot of opportunities. I love this country and I think it's great. And I think things are, are, are very accepted. I've gone other places where I've never seen a, a, a gay person, for example, mm-hmm. you know, and traveling overseas. Does that mean that there are no gay people? You know, probably not. It just means that, you know, we're kind of uh, ahead of the curve, at least in some regards, in, in that. And so are other countries. It's not just the U.S. Some countries are very, you know, kind of open and, and progressive. So, you know, the short answer to your question is yes. The long answer to your question is there are places where women don't have the same rights, and so we still have a long way to go. And even here, you know, we still have a long way to go. Yeah, I I think that's true. You know, another thing I want to talk about that I think is important is friends, associates, friends, people close to us. Um, They rub off on us, literally. And so what we do um, is socially reinforcing negative and positive. What should we look for in our friends? And how do they influence us? They should make us want to up our game, right? So I want to be your friend, Patricia, because you know who you are and you know your currency and you know what it is that you have to offer. And so you're the kind of person that says, you know what, let me get to that next level because I can, because it's there and because I can see at least the first step. Don't hang out with people that make you want to settle. People that are not going anywhere, people that are, you know, content to just stay in place. Now, that being said, if you notice that suddenly people don't want to hang out with you, <laughs> maybe you're the downer, right? So, so it's a good barometer, you know, find peers, you know, find women that are, or men that are, and it doesn't even matter what age, what race, or even what gender. Um, you know, I have friends that are, you know, my parents' age, and I have friends that are, 
you know, young enough to, to, to be my child. It's a matter of are you on the same level? And that person should make you want to up your game and motivate you. And, yeah, I want to get to the next level. Yeah. Because I've heard that we are an average of the five people we spend the most time with. Yes. So pick your five well. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, I have a friend who's a colleague, and we're always talking about creating, like, new shows or new podcasts or new ideas, and it's just so exciting to be around her because we both keep going with the ideas, and then we have plans, and and we're always, you're right, it's always like, what can you do next? What can we do next together? Let's use your strength. Let's use your strength. It's very very motivating, Jackie. I mean, if you can find that in a friend, it's very motivating. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. So let's talk for a minute about you, brag about you a little bit. You are a Fulbright scholar, a college professor, a beauty queen, a cognitive scientist, a television host, and a mother. This type of woman seems to have it all. So did success come naturally to you? So you know the trick where the guy is spinning seven plates (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's no such thing as, you know, quote having it all. It's just going between all of the different things that you are working on and accepting that you're not being perfect. My barometer, Patricia, is is it fun? Period. Yeah. And if it's yeah. not fun, I am not going to do it. The end. Because I don't have time to waste my precious energy and brain power on something that is going to drag me down. I have fun competing in pageants. I love it. I love, I love putting on the dresses and I love all of the work because you're not on stage for very long, but all of the work, right. the of exercise, course. the dieting, the, right, the things to, leading up to that, the community service, the working on, the, on your, your platform. Right. I love being a mom. You know, like I'm uh, going to take my son on a hike as soon as I get done with this interview because I'm so thankful that I get to spend time with him. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love being a wife. I, I also love cognitive science and just the beauty of the brain. Most people think about psychology in terms of, you know, schizophrenia and pathology and what goes wrong and the clinical aspects. My part of the science is what goes right. What we do is amazing. In fact, the last time I took my son on a hike, I just posed a question because I love having these, these, these mental talks with him. I said, so tell me, what would a machine look like that was designed to put on someone's pants? And in an hour and a half of hiking, we couldn't come up with an easy solution for a machine that could put put someone's pants on for them. <sighs> Meanwhile, as a human being, you could do that, you know, one, two, three times a day right. in right. 10 seconds without even thinking. That just right. goes to show the beauty of the human brain and what we do without even yeah. thinking about it, that we can't yeah. teach AI and all of this other stuff to do. So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, everything that I pursue is fun. And if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. Mm. That's it. Well, that's, that's my Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, that's hard for some people, Jackie, who are in jobs and, you know, they have to make an, a living because they have to support their families. Right, so right. sometimes they don't, you know, I mean, it, it's harder for that to happen for them. Right. So the lesson I, I like to point to is, for example, Oprah. When Oprah was building her broadcasting career, she was also a full-time college student because she knew as a woman of color she needed to get that degree just in case. So she would go to class from 8 a.m. in the morning until 1 p.m. 
in the afternoon. And then at 2 o'clock, so she had one hour in the middle, at 2 in the afternoon she would go to the studio and she'd prepare for the evening news. And so she'd spend the day working on the stories and so on and so forth. By the time she left the studio, it was 9 or 10 at night, right? So she's there for seven, eight hours. And then she would go home and then she would do homework, all the homework her professors had assigned her, from 10 p.m. until 1 or 2 Mm a.m. for another three or four hours. And then she would go to sleep and get up and do it all over again. And so, you know, clearly there wasn't a lot of time for other stuff. But sometimes when you are building something great like yourself, mm-hmm. you have to, this is when it gets down to cutting out the nonsense, right? So, yes, making a living is something that most people have to do. But there are 24 hours in a day. That's right. And are- Oprah has the same 24 hours as as anyone else, as does Jeff Bezos, as does anyone else. It's really the one idea that's going to motivate you to also work the other eight hours that are sitting there and not watching Netflix and not, you know, wasting your time. You know, it, do you have a, a second hustle that really, really uses your currency, right? right? Now, of course, I'm speaking in generalities. Not everyone has there are people that work multiple jobs and they are, you know, barely paying the bills. This is when you really need to be creative and put your heart into it mm-hmm. and do something called job craft. In psychology, we refer, refer to job crafting as making your, choosing your projects and cultivating what it is that you do so that it helps you and your specialty and your currency grow. Mm-hmm. All so right. if All you right. can... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead quickly because we've got 30 seconds before. Oh, no. So I was just going to say, choose the ones that make you grow if you have to work all the time. Choose the projects. Yeah. We'll talk more about that in our next segment. And we'll talk more about, um, you know, just really going after your dreams and and what are the components. And so we'll talk more about that with Jackie, Jacqueline Berry, PhD. Her book is Find Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, Get On With Your Authentic Self. I'm Patricia Raskin with Patricia Raskin Positive Living. And stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every week for Making Action Happen, hosted by Sarah Blackhurst and Brian McCain. The program takes you inside Action 22, a Colorado-based community outreach organization established in 1999. The show focuses on public policies, both politically driven or not, which have ongoing and immediate impact on the Colorado community and the world. It doesn't matter where you are, you can make action happen. Listen Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Voice America Variety. Join Chris Epting every week for The Moment. 
Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-list. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are back. My guest is Jacqueline H. Berry, Ph.D. Her brand-new book is called Find Your Carrot. Stop the foolishness and get on with your authentic self. Jacqueline is a writer, cognitive scientist, and tech entrepreneur devoted to the study and practice of expertise an advocate for augmented learning and a founding member of Artificial Intelligence for Africa, she has spoken before the United Nations. She recently traveled to Egypt as a Fulbright scholar where in addition to her research on human-computer interaction among Arabic-English bilinguals, she taught a class about achieving outstanding goals. And that led her to write, Find Your Carrot. All right, welcome back, Jackie. All right, so, you know, the best part of our interview is off air, right? When we take a break... (laughs) And so what we're talking about is how, you know, in having relationships and finding your carrot and you're working with a team of people, whether it's family, right, or whether it's at work, that are, you know, different brains are wired differently. So for someone like me who's very creative, I see the vision and I want to start going. But then people who are more left-brained, more engineering, computer, IT people may just want to say, no, wait a minute, let's unpack this and let's do step three. How can you feel that way? Because we have to break it down step by step. And by the time they've done that, you may not get to do it. Right. So, you know, talk about that and how how do you work? Because I think those two kinds of brains can balance each other out um, if they allow it. So what do you think, Jackie? Paralysis by analysis is one of the worst ways to live your life. Again, this goes back to how long are you dead for? Uh, you, you cannot predict every single problem or every single solution. You can't predict everything. There's no crystal ball. Um, now, that being said, that doesn't mean don't have a plan of action, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take the middle here and say, oh, be some of both, because you can't. But what I can say is have an arsenal of ways that you will deal with whatever your project venture, whatever it is that you're seeking to pursue, but leave some room open. So I have something that I heard recently by the very famous producer, talented Quincy Jones, and someone asked him what was his secret to producing such great music. He produced for uh, Frank Sinatra, he produced for Michael Jackson, and what he said was, so what you do is you leave about 20 or 30% open for God to walk through the room mm-hmm. and have that there for you to improvise. So don't produce up to the right, up to the edge and have every single detail and every single I dotted and every single T mm-hmm. crossed. 
because then there's no spark, there's no heart, there's no innovation there. That being said, you can't start at zero either, right? Right. My solution is get 70%, right? 70, 80% is usually enough, and the rest will happen organically. Very true. Yeah. Let's, um, what do you, and speaking of that, what about men and women? Do you think that they differ in how they chase success in their dreams? I think that lifestyles and uh, gender stereotypical roles and chosen roles can actually help shape that because, of course, you know, women do have a shorter time period for child rearing. You know, you can't just decide at 75 years old that now you want to be a mom. Like, that's just not really an option. Um, And so women do things like if they want to have a political career, they start getting into politics later, whereas men can start as young as 18 years old uh, running for office, um, you know, or 25 years old. So, and, and so I think women are also very, what's the word I want to use, holistic in the way they view things and they see all of the different moving pieces. And mm-hmm. so that makes them want to fill in everything in a space that's needed, like in a family or in a workplace or in a job, you know, whereas a man might be more likely to just go for something more directly and more linearly. And that just means that your approach will be different in setting goals. That doesn't mean they should have different goals. It just means they're going to have different approaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and it's but that's what makes it interesting, right? We grow more in relationship, don't you think? Than we grow more on our own. Think about yes. that. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. true. The interaction of your personalities, absolutely. Yeah. Which is which is really really um all part of it. So let's talk about minority women and men. I mean, we talked about men and women, but minority women and men haven't always had the freedom to chase after their dreams. What do you say to people who feel disempowered by social inequality and institutional discrimination? You have to be twice as gritty and twice as good. If you are a person of color, um, you're going to have to be that much more tenacious and stand out that much more. Um, I also say that, you know, this is what, you know, we're blessed in the time period that we're in um, because there are so many platforms. I also say that this is what Find Your Carrot is about. If you feel disenfranchised because you're trying to take the normal route, then guess what? Here's your off-ramp. You don't have to take that normal route if you feel like, you know, you're being shut out or if you feel like it's not for you or, or whatever else. There are, you know, you have permission to seek an alternative way of building success. And that's exactly what Find Your Carrot is about, because there are plenty of people. It's not even just minority people. There are plenty of people who, for whatever reason, don't fit some mold that some industry or something is looking for. And guess what? That's fine. You don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't, you don't have to try to fit that square peg into a round hole. And now with social media being what it is and with, with the Internet being what it is, you have the opportunity to build success outside of that, outside of that typical infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, very important. You know, we talked about this at the very beginning of the interview about the pandemic. You know, the COVID pandemic has brought pain and grief to so many around the world. 
But you also feel that has given us an opportunity to achieve our dreams. How so? Because if you put everything on a blanket and then you just take the four corners and throw the blanket up in the air. So that's basically what happened last March when things went crazy and the world just kind of, you know, and then toilet paper. And I mean, it was just not stuff. Um, and everything is just being thrown up in the air. Things haven't landed yet. Things have not landed yet. And so now before the dust settles from everything that's been going on, you're permitted. And, and the reason I say permitted is because people feel like, do I have, you know, can I like, is this like, they don't have that confidence. They don't have that self belief in who it is it that they are and what it is that they have to offer to do something non-traditional. But when the world is topsy turvy anyway, well, you better do it now. Right? Because now you really can write your own ticket. You have a get out of jail free card because everything is just now starting to land after the pandemic. Well, this has been quite a wonderful interview and we could spend a lot longer, but it, it's time to close for today. And I just want to thank you so much for being on the program, Jackie, and everyone. Please take a look at Jacqueline's website and book. It is Find Your Carrot, Stop the Foolishness, Get On With Your Authentic Self. And I think you'll find it very enlightening and also very inspiring. All right. As I always end the show and close the show, I always say, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. And if you'd like to contact me, uh, and also if you'd like to see who all the guests are on the show I'd love to put you on my mailing list for my newsletter which comes out monthly Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com you can like me on Facebook which is Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources and if you're thinking of doing your own podcast I can help you I've interviewed about 5,000 people and I'd love to be able to talk, to talk with you so thanks so much for tuning in have a wonderful week bye for now I'm Patricia Raskin Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.